The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. So, Mike. Mike O'Neill, my favorite LinkedIn rock star. Are you the only LinkedIn rock star? Well, I mean, if there's, if there is a the LinkedIn rock star, yes, there are other LinkedIn rock stars out there. Pretty, but pretty, you pretty are both, the, but I am the LinkedIn, LinkedIn rock star. Rock star. <laughs> you know, I was actually I was on I was online uh, a few hours ago, and I was searching for an image, and I didn't have my photo. You know, I keep all my photos on a separate hard drive because it just fills it up. And I didn't have it with me, so I went out online to Google, and I Googled images for the LinkedIn rock star, and guess who came up right there at the top? <laughs> you and I did. Pictures of you, pictures of you on YouTube, pictures of you playing guitar, pictures of you doing all. But the number one result was Jack Black. Somebody had, had done a blog post about him and said he was yeah. the LinkedIn rock star. So if LinkedIn School, was School of Rock is one of our yep. favorite movies. We it absolutely really is. love that movie. I knew you'd like and that. am I not like Jack? You are very much like Jack Black. But you know who else is a rock star? In a warm and cuddly way. Who else is a rock star is Michael Zerkan, who we're going to be interviewing in a little while. He is a product and program manager at a software startup up in Bellevue, Washington. And, you know, Seattle, the Seattle area is one of our favorite places to go to. We love Seattle. We love San Francisco. We love Chicago. We love Dallas. We love Phoenix. Portland. Portland, Denver. Minneapolis, Atlanta, Charlotte, D.C. We have not yet been to New York or Boston. We got people that are trying to bring us to Boston, which is fabulous. If anybody wants to bring the LinkedIn rock stars to their town, reach out to us at training at integratedalliances.com and you can get the rock stars in your town too. It'll be a lot of fun. Trust well, me. Say, Michael used to work, Michael Sirkan used to work at Microsoft and we went through the whole little tour yeah. of Microsoft, wasn't it, going through all, yeah, last time I, I, I got all the way through to building number 30, number 93 before I stopped. <laughs> I did, I had pictures. I got all the way to building number 93 Yeah, but you didn't start at building number one. <laughs> I didn't say I started at building number one, but I got all the way to building number 93. I thought it was like one higher than that. <laughs> you let up my I did let out your little secret. Yeah, you got yeah, no secrets okay with anyway. me, baby. Yeah, so, no, Lori. Yeah, she's okay. She's, she's okay. okay. So, you know, what I really found interesting, I found this cool little thing on LinkedIn now. They're just starting to do. I went in. I was adjusting somebody's stuff. I'm, you know, we're moving from Denver to Minneapolis. Oh, I didn't. Oh, oh, you knew that, right? Oh, thank I you. I plugged in. I finally, on moving day, plugged in my new zip code 
in Minneapolis. And guess what? Oh, 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 it didn't just show Minneapolis or Greater Minneapolis. The Greater area. Minneapolis area. It I showed can... what this little area called Prior Lake or Mom Paul live right now. Mom and Dad live, live, live in Prior Lake. And so when I put in that zip code, it gave me the option to, to select Prior Lake or Greater Minneapolis area. And I chose Greater Minneapolis area, not because it's cooler than Prior Lake, but why? Oh, here, I know what. You want to even put the most central zip code in the Greater Minneapolis area. Yeah, but why because would I do that? When, when people are, not a lot of people are, are looking for Prior Lake, for one, but that, uh, beside the point, you want to have the most central zip code because people do these searches and draw that 10 and 25 and 35 right. and 50 and 75. 100 and miles. 100 mile radius around. I want around. people to find me. You don't want to start out 45 miles in the hole when they're, when they're exactly. doing Exactly. What if they do a 10 mile radius? Well, Lori said she lives in Minneapolis. They do a 10 mile radius. They're not going to find me unless they go, you know, they go the greater Minneapolis area. I need to be able to be found. So because I'm so close and I'm tell people I'm from I'm in Minneapolis now which we we are um because it's a suburb so far away it's really spread out I'm moving it in just a little bit so that I'm sure people can locate me so if I was to tell people I'm from Prior Lake Minnesota that'd be another story they'd be able to go to Prior Lake and find me yep we have a blog post on the Rock the World blog rocktheworldblog.com uh, just on this topic actually so right. so and, and got some nice screenshot pictures and stuff like that so um hey if there if our audience comes up with any peculiar instances or, or ideas or or weird things about this let us know about it i'll yeah. share one for example from the rock the world book okay bruce springsteen was kind of kind of shafted a little bit you know why why where's he from i don't know New Jersey? No kidding. Gee, you knew that. <laughs> Very good. Um, but but New Jersey was not well represented in the LinkedIn world. Bruce Springsteen would have been from oh, New my York. Lord. No People kidding. Or Greater Philadelphia. Or that's Greater Philadelphia. Yeah, greater New York area or Greater Philadelphia area. And I think yeah. that's why LinkedIn went in and yeah. gave people the option of saying where they're really from. I'm not sure there's even an E Street in New York, <laughs> you know, and he's the E Street band. Come on, he's, got to, he's from Jersey. What am I saying? He's a Jersey boy. But you get the idea. Jersey people the idea. are special people. If there are any Jersey people listening to our show, if you'll send me a note, get on LinkedIn, go to LinkedIn and search for Lori Ruff, L-O-R-I-R-U-F-F, or just search LinkedIn. I show up at the top of the list. And send me a note and say you're from jersey i've got a special gift for you i'm not going to tell people what it is but it's gonna I, be I take I, I would take up the diva on the office so absolutely we got we got a little show coming up we got a little show coming up so let's get with our interview mike take us to break and let's get to our interview with michael zurkan s-u-r-k-a-n so people can find him he's on linkedin s-u-r-k-a-n if you're going to be on this show you got to be on linkedin my friend maybe you got me on a stranglehold. <laughs> Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. 
Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with a sender cart. Learn more about what a sender cart can do for you at ascendercart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. That was so energetic, your face is red. That was, you that can was tell great. it's not a real guitar when it moves from guitaring into singing in one great big note. Doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, I think I've given it away. I'm not really playing the guitar, folks. Not on that <laughs> moment there. It's really not the Les Paul. That's in the other room. You're funny. <laughs> you wish you had a Les Paul. We have the Scooby-Doo blow-it-up guitar here. We do. We do. And so we're back, and we are ready to bring on Michael Sirkan. And he is out of Seattle. And, Mike, we met Michael recently, didn't we? Yes, we did. We were in Seattle for our conference, uh, the retreat up on Langley Island. And we went to, you know, we were usually host an event. Yes, we? we usually host our own event. Michael was hosting some little big, big event um, at the time. And we said, let's just go there. So we got to go to the party instead of right from party. right from the airport with our suitcases and so Michael you asked a question welcome to rock the world with LinkedIn and you asked a question on, on who was new who hadn't been there before and I raised my hand and said ask who came the furthest <laughs> you did all the way from from Colorado 
Yep, exactly. So we had we had a lot of fun. So that was the Linked Seattle event. So tell us a little bit, Michael, about who you are, what you do, and but start with that you are the chief evangelist of Linked Seattle, the largest localized networking group in in the Northwest Pacific region. But how how'd you get there? Yeah, well, Link Seattle is a lot of fun. It's uh, we have over twenty-seven thousand members now, and in the and we on LinkedIn, we have a lot of discussions about all manner of subjects in the Seattle area, careers, businesses, and even where to go to find uh, good restaurants. And so it's it's a great eclectic kind of a group that's focused on region. And to my knowledge, I think we're about the second largest group on LinkedIn for a region. I think uh, there's only one other city that's ahead of us, and, and we're growing fast. So there's something interesting about Seattle, why people want to be involved in this. And, of course, I think it, uh, my, my uh, own contribution likely isn't too in, small there, if, if I could say. At least I hope that that's one reason people like to participate. Exactly. But uh, I got started with Link Seattle uh, in, in the fall of 2009 when I was myself looking for work and was trying to network and, and meet people. And at that time, I, well, I'd, I'd worked at Microsoft for nine years in product and program management, and I was scrambling trying to get back on my feet and find, find and network with people to help me find new opportunities. And one of the things I did is I used LinkedIn a lot. And I would, I would, I'd go there and find groups that I could join and meet people in. And one of the groups that I found, I, I typed in the word Seattle, and Link Seattle was even in that time. I think there was about fifteen thousand members, and it was the biggest group that I could find for the Seattle area. And so I joined it. And and then the the other thing that I did is that I do, I continue to do, is I I looked and. When I find people who are interesting in groups that I'm in in LinkedIn, I, I will contact them because the great thing about LinkedIn is you can email anybody who's a member of the same group you're in. I, I email these people and, and, invite to, and invite them to be a guest on my own podcast show. And so I invited the owner of Link Seattle, a gentleman, Olivier Topan, to be a guest on my podcast show, which was really just myself with Skype <laughs> talking uh, from my living room. And uh, and I talked with Olivier, and we hit it off, and had a great conversation, a great interview, and then kept talking and developed a relationship. And he uh, and and he invited me to be the manager of the and the chief evangelist of the Link Seattle group because he didn't he ran a lot of groups, and and he tries to find other people to to run the groups that he creates. And so that's how I became uh, involved with Link Seattle, and and. In January of, of 2010, I started running the group, and uh, and then in the fall, in, in, well, in, in August of of of, tw- of, two, of 2010, we started having our first monthly meetups. And so now we're not only are we the biggest group on LinkedIn, but we're we are the biggest uh, professional networking group that meets on a monthly basis in the Seattle area. Nice. Are you using the Meetup platform at all to integrate and help get messages out and stuff to the group, or is it just exclusively through LinkedIn? Well, we, we so our our group is on LinkedIn. We mm-hmm. um, uh, and and our announcements when we announce our events on LinkedIn, 
Uh, and so that so any of the any any of the anyone who's who's a member of our Link Seattle group will be able to see about our our monthly meetups, and they'll see all the discussions that we have. So our our LinkedIn group is our primary. Uh, way of of communicating with people, but we use other tools. We use Eventbrite for managing the the subscriptions to our events. I also will off there's an event tool on LinkedIn itself, but it, it has some limitations on some things that it can do. So I we we I use both actually. You can sign mm-hmm. up to our events either on LinkedIn itself or their event system or through Eventbrite. And we also have a, a website that we've recently built, a linkseattle.com, where members can go to post white papers or their own videos or other things that they want because you can't do that in, on, link, uh, on LinkedIn groups. So right. we, have right. a, we have some complementary ways for group members to communicate with each other. Cool. That is very cool. So you um, you started talking about podcasting too. So you had you were looking for a position. How did you start the uh, the podcasting? It's practicalpodcasting.com, right? Well, yeah. So I I mean I I started podcasting as a way to help myself get a job. I mean back in in summer of two thousand nine when I was looking for a job, it was you know it's a tough job market out there, and and I was finding my job applications were were going into black holes when I'd uh, submit my resume to jobs and and when I'd even contact people asking people to get together for informational discussions I wasn't getting my calls returned and and so just I just was experimenting with things and I created a web page and and wrote on the top entrepreneurs northwest and and called and then I started inviting people I could find on LinkedIn um, I, I just send them an email message saying, "Hey, I, I'm really impressed with your profile, and I'd love to interview you for uh, on my pot, on my Entrepreneurs Northwest podcast show." And the amazing thing is, most people said yes, and mm-hmm. and so I've done a hundred over 150 interviews in the last uh, two years, and I've. Um, I got a job. I actually have a day job working as a program manager for a software, a small software company in Bellevue, Washington. And I and I got involved with Link with LinkedIn or with Link Seattle. And I uh, I've met so many amazing people and built relationships through that. And now I'm I I'm tr- I'm trying to help other people learn how to use podcasting for their careers and businesses and I I've helped a number of people do this now so I know it it's not just me that it works for but podcasting just is an amazing way to take the the people that you meet on LinkedIn I mean LinkedIn is a great way to find people and and to join communities but but what what do you what's how do you take those people you meet and those relationships and build it into something else and take it to the next level and and podcasting is just tremendously effective. It's it's uh, people are willing to talk with you. It's a great way to reach out and, and find other people. So that's I built practical podcasting uh, this year to uh, as as a tool to help me teach people how to do podcasting and how they can use it. What well, I like how you're using podcasting as a door opener. Right. Um, so many times we've heard when we talk to people that I've got my radio show, I've got this. I don't know if anyone's listening. Um, uh, I, you know, an audience of one, it's bringing two people together. And if these are recorded, they have lots of life 
afterwards we build these things up for later playback. Um, imagine that. Imagine that. Well, Mike, it's time to go to a break real quick. And when we come back from thanking our sponsors, I've got a particularly intriguing question to ask Michael. Ooh, okay. Intriguing questions. Well, so, I'm going to go on. Look the, forward to it. Uh, you're going to go on the acoustic side. I'll go side on the acoustic side, side okay. a little bit because I think Take I know Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Public relations professionals understand the importance of branding. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on air and on demand to the internet business world. WebmasterRadio.fm. Let our team customize your branding to target public relations professionals that access our public relations channel every day. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. I'm not on the acoustic today, so you're well, not Lori, the acoustic today. not happening. Yeah, you know, Michael. <laughs> we're going to get into a little less of the uh, of, of the heavy metal side here. Although I understand the word heavy metal is going to come into the conversation. Heavy metal, you know, long hair music, long hair music. Mi- Michael, who's your favorite long hair band? <laughs> oh goodness. I don't know. I, I watched. I recently watched a, a a very interesting documentary about a, a band called Anvil, 
which is uh, apparently one of the a pioneering heavy metal band from Canada, my my homeland, by the way, uh, who who've never made it, who who've never made it, but yet they're they're admired even by some of the uh, most famous heavy metal groups out there. So that was interesting. But I I honestly never heard of them before I saw that documentary. Uh, I don't know. I, there's some. I, I there's a number of heavy metal pieces that I like. I mean, there's some stuff by ACDC that that certainly is always being appealing. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I've never been. A, I wouldn't say that heavy metal has been my my biggest. Uh, I, I'm the biggest fan of that genre. But recently, I would I was watching a, a animated show with my kids called with my five and eight year old called Mega Mind. And they had they were playing some ACDC in it, and I was telling my children, "Oh, this is heavy metal," and and they were saying, "Really?" So then I started playing them a bunch of ACDC songs, and they really loved "Highway to Hell." That was uh, they 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 think that's the best song, and I, in one sense, I feel kind of guilty because I I'm a big aficionado of classical music. I mean, I even love going to the opera, and uh, and Verdi is 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 a great. Uh, passion of mine uh, uh, but uh, hey i do like listening to heavy metal too that works and and but now my kids they, they tell me they much prefer acdc to chopin or bach and uh and i try to tell them well, let's listen let's listen to let's listen to some verity and they're saying no i'd rather listen to <laughs> to black sabbath so yeah I don't you know. can't door i don't think it's going to be well, easy to close again yeah, when when we're, you know when kids are learning to play instruments now, yes. think about it. The music that they're listening to, generally speaking, that's targeted to their audiences, you know, Jay Z and Christina Aguilera and Justin Bieber and all that kind of stuff. There aren't any guitars on those on those things. <laughs> they they have to go to the classics like the stuff from the seventies and and you know into the eighties then. Um, to find the stuff, and if you go to the store, the fourteen-year-olds are learning the stuff that I was learning when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, that's Same true. Stuff. That's true. So, what I find fascinating is that I this Megamind show that was actually playing some ACDC and uh, featuring it quite prominently in parts of the show. There's a number of children's shows of family movies that actually have heavy metal in it, which to me uh, is, is fascinating that we've come so far in music genres that now it's considered tame for, uh, for children. Yeah. Well, if, if you thought Led Zeppelin was heavy metal, you haven't heard corn. No. (laughs) Definitely not. Okay. Um, and if you're not into heavy others. metal, you probably don't want to hear corn. <laughs> yeah. You haven't been to a Limp Biscuit concert. Right. Um, <laughs> those kind of things. Because the, 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 you know, Elvis Presley was all shocking. He'd still be shocking today, wouldn't he? Because of the legs and stuff. Maybe, yeah. And, and we have, I, Lori, how many Elvis Presley albums do I have? A stack. Maybe a stack of them. We, were, we had Elvis Presley on the other day. But what, what, was, what pushes the envelope in one period doesn't push it in another period. What's okay on LinkedIn when there's a million users is not okay on LinkedIn when there's a hundred million users. Right. Things are different. You know, just the scale of things and the maturing of stuff. It's not new anymore to yell and scream into a microphone. Used to be new. Right. And shocking. Now, I wonder, because you're into music that's hundreds of years old and it's been timeless. You know, I wish I could be around in 100 years or 200 years to see whether 
you know, they're still talking about ACDC um, right. then. It will maybe be even more important. Well, I think good songs and good music will, will survive. It'll go on for a long time. And, and there are still songs that are listened to today that go back uh, a thousand years. I mean, there's, there's still – and, you know, even new songs that come out today, some pop music and so on, will often borrow melodies that really uh, have come from folk music that, that from a thousand years ago, if you follow back the, the whole hierarchy on, that, on it. And so I really think these things will live. And even if you look at classical music, I mean, some people think classical music today has died. They say, oh, there's not a lot of classical composers. Most of the stuff we listen to is old. But, you know, that's not true. Classical music has evolved. Most classical music today is done in movies. And you think of, of composers like John Williams. And, and, and there's a lot of movies that come out with wonderful classical scores in them. Uh, so uh, it's actually it's just where we use things and how they're used is is changes over time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember the um, uh, the first time that I was at a movie that the classical music really hit me was when Star Wars came out. Yeah. Now you know the other the other thing is happening as well the social network. Movie, Laurie. Yeah. Who does the sound for that? Oh, I shouldn't ask you the you question. Should I should ask answer the question. the question. Let me ask you the question, Mike. All right. Who does the sound for that? <laughs> Trent Reznor, is it? From Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. He's an incredible. The, and the the if you watch not just not just the Social Network movie, but watch the making of the Social yeah. Network movie, the where they have the you know they they're talking to the to the to trying about the sound and and things it's amazing to watch how they're how they're composing all of that the sounds oh, and the music and the background the, environment the ultra analog nature of sound in movies like you described there right. it really uh, emulates heavy metal sort of i mean these are the eerie sounds and right. stuff as they're going down the on the rainy night you know, <laughs> down exactly. down the alleyways and you hear that well, stuff that's background it, to movies it's it's fascinating to see how how music has become such a big part, how much of a part it is of, of things like even children's shows. Uh, and of course, I know this because I have little kids. I mean, there's a there's a, a children's show called Backyardigans, and they'll often have pretty amazing soundtracks. And they and I was and, and I was looking into it, and and the person who's who who does most of their orchestration and 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 runs the music for the show was was a member of the Lounge Lizards. And and so and it shows that this person is very musically talented, much more so than you would have necessarily thought. Lived listening to the Lounge Lizards act, so these 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 a lot of these musicians are actually very talented, uh, very diverse, and and it's fascinating. And I'm just sometimes astounded at the quality and the diversity of music that they put into these children's shows. Yeah, on a on a, on a final note along that. I was at Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, and a lot of the musicians there are doing soundtracky stuff. They're just doing spot work. They're getting paid by the hour. Rudy Sarzo from from White Snake, you know, they go in the studio, they do some, some kind of stuff, and who knows where that stuff gets made? They're just paid by the hour to play bass, and and of course they sign over the rights of, of of what they do to it, and it ends up in a Lion King movie. 
right. know, that kind of stuff happens. And, and it, it's really interesting. Uh, it has to do with the new way things are done. Podcasting, part of the new way things are done. Right. Uh, recordings, repurposing, repackaging, combining of music and business like we do. Exactly. I love the combining of music like we do. And Michael, I want to thank you so much for your time on the show today. It has been a really very intriguing show for me and the the tips and just if people kind of peel back the onion on the discussions that we've had today, I think they're going to find some real cool ways that they can implement thoughts that they have on using LinkedIn and social media to progress their careers. So the, uh, the linked Seattle group yep. and the linked to Denver group, I think we're sisters and brothers and sisters. Exactly. At this, at this yep. stage, both groups, we kind of cater to the local community. People on the show here, reach out to whoever's running the local group in your area, whether yes. it's Milwaukee or, or Miami or wherever, you know, reach out to the owners of those groups. Cause we're owners too. We take good care of folks to reach out to us personally. Don't we Mike? Absolutely. And, and participate in the communities. These are open groups. Um, anybody can join them. You, anyone can, you just go to LinkedIn and search for Seattle and you'll see link Seattle. We come to the top on the list and you can join and participate. Don't be afraid to talk and ask other people questions because the communities are they are very helpful. These these are there's thousands of people there who want to help others. Exactly, exactly. So, what's the best way for re- for people to reach out to you, Michael, if they want to get in touch with you? Well, of course, Link Seattle is a great place. If you if you join Link Seattle, you'll you'll see me there all over the place, and you can e- email me directly through LinkedIn. And uh, you, also, you can go to practicalpodcasting.com to learn about how to use podcasting for your career and business. We have a free membership that allows you to go to forums to ask to share ideas and to talk about podcasting and to see a lot of how-to videos and documents and white papers on on how to do it yourself and 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 how and the process by which you can use podcasting and anybody can use it to build uh, deep professional relationships. Perfect. That's perfect. So, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show today. Michael Surkan, S-U-R-K-A-N, and you can find him at Link Seattle on LinkedIn or at practicalpodcasting.com. So, Mike, on Rock the World with LinkedIn, if people want to hear more of these shows, they can find us every Monday live at webmasterradio.fm and a seven o'clock eastern and then they can go to rocktheworldradio.com to listen to all of our archives or subscribe to us on itunes it's rock the world with linkedin and that's it for today's show oh, so mike whoa. you want to leave the acoustic on the against nope. the wall pull out that electric Lord, guitar and give yeah, us a proper, I got her electric now. proper send off we are we are headed down the scooby-doo highway to hell <laughs> wow 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 w